This is the Hiking Through Life podcast. We've all been gifted a journey called life. Let's see where the journey leads us today. Welcome to the Hiking Through Life podcast, where we talk with people who in some way, shape, or form have been influenced by the outdoors. I'm Andy, the producer of this podcast, and my lovely wife, Sarah, will be your host. Together, we make up Hiking Through Life. This podcast is all about bringing all kinds of people who are inspired by the outdoors and sharing their stories. We hope that by sharing people's stories, it inspires others to get out and live a more meaningful life. Tune in every week for new episodes, or better yet, subscribe to the Hiking Through Life podcast on your favorite podcast provider. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with others. Also, if you have a story to share or know of anyone who might be interested in being a guest on this podcast, head on over to hikingthroughlife.net slash podcast and get in touch with us. Now sit back and enjoy this week's episode. Happy final day of 2021. It's obviously been a while since I recorded a podcast, or since we recorded a podcast together, because I didn't even remember which button was play on the Audacity podcast recording tool we use. But anywho, here we are, final day of 2021, and doing our reflection. And... This year was, as I wrote in our holiday letter, a whirlwind. That was the word of the year. Whirlwind. And it wasn't a whirlwind because of things going wrong or like chaos, but it was more of a whirlwind with what we ended up doing throughout the entire year. Yeah, and not even knowing that at the beginning of the year. So let's back up all the way to January. In January, we sat at home and hung out with Rory. Yeah, like still in quarantine mode. Yeah, I don't think we were necessarily doing a whole lot in January quite yet because Rory was, what, four months old at that point? And so we were kind of just all getting back into even seeing family at that point, like we weren't really doing a whole lot right when he was born in October of the previous year. And then we also like COVID was still fairly new with what they knew on how it acted, how it affected people and such. So we kind of played it safe and said, okay, nobody can really come see him until his immune system builds up a little bit. So at this point in January, I believe we were starting to let, like grandparents see him and more immediate family like uncles and cousins and such. Yeah, like, yeah, thinking about that is really wild because that's, we were making everyone mask then. And I mean, even now, like you still look and that's still somewhat of the situation. Yeah, but like looking back on that and thinking about that is, um, yeah, pretty wild to think of all the the growth that's happened with COVID and all the research that's come out in 2021 with COVID. So many people have gotten vaccinated now. There's so much more information on COVID now. There, People can get tested so much easier now. So we've come a long way in that sense. And 
personally, in our own lives, we've come a long way just in what we wanted for this year. So like we said, January, we were like sitting back and hanging out with Rory and not doing a whole lot. And then like February, we went up to my grandparents' house and cleaned out their house of like 30 years. My grandpa passed away in early January of this year. So we had to go help grandma clean out the house and just full of all kinds of items. And that situation in itself was like a huge aha moment in a way for us to realize, wow, are we sure we want to like collect a bunch of items in our house? Because we started realizing our own house that we had only lived in for four years was starting to accumulate a ton of things just a ton of things. We were saving things just to save them. And I mean, grandma and grandpa's house was a much more extreme level of that. But we were slowly starting that path because both of our families kind of had those values and mindsets. And we adopted that from our own families. I think we just discovered too that we were just settling into our lives and not really, you know, pursuing the adventures that we, I think, wanted. Yeah, like we were doing like adventures, like weekend adventures and stuff, but that's kind of when this big long-term plan goal, we wrote a document in February, long-term plan goal, and we laid out options. And one of the options was to sell the house, sell our house and move. Um, One of the options, option three, downsize and buy land and camper. Option one rent house, move in with mom. Option four, stay in house, don't do what we want to do in life, go through the motions. So we we laid out lots of options and just realizing what we value and what we want, we were just really starting to come to terms and have these moments of like, yeah, let's just sell this house. Yeah, like <laughs> before we even got to a decision, we talked with a realtor and... Yeah. That kind of solidified our decision, too, because at this point, we were throwing things around. We were trying to get a plan together. If we did sell our house, what were we going to do? And at this point, I don't think the van was even, like, on the table. Like, we weren't even thinking of a van. We were thinking about moving up north, northern Minnesota. We always thought about um, having a place up on the North Shore, like where we like to hike, near the boundary waters. And, I mean, we we end up going up there every summer to, you know, get outdoors. Um, it's a beautiful place. So we were thinking about buying a place up there, whether it's land and a camper or whether it's a home. But none of that happened this year. So when we met with the realtor, we are throwing the idea around of renting our house out while we either bought another place or while we, you know, lived with our parents until we figured out the next course of action. But when the realtor said, and this was in March or April, that the housing market was starting to boom and said, okay, well, this is probably what you could get for your house. And it was significantly more than we thought. So right then and there, I think we decided, okay, I think we got to sell this house and just take advantage of this market that's starting to boom. And so we did that. 
Yeah, and that's when the whirlwind started. So it was a really quick decision to kind of just be like, yeah, we're going to sell this house. And it was hard to come to terms with that for a little while because it's the first house we bought. We put a lot of work into it. We did a lot of things. We made it ours. But then, you know, I just started to realize, like, we're going to do that anywhere we go. It was also a year of just realizing... Like, things are just things, and we can replace those things, and you can create home wherever you are, whatever it looks like, whatever that may be. And not to get too attached to material things. Yeah, so going through, I mean, we went through so much in our house, and just that was really, it was really freeing after it all happened, but the process of it was hard because both of us had started just collecting so many things and there's still so many videos that I want to put together. And I think we're also realizing during this whole process and it kind of sparked when we saw your grandparents' basement and how much stuff they've they've accumulated over their lifetime. And we just decided that, you know, a lot of this stuff is kind of just getting in the way because one, we have to organize it. We have to keep it clean. We have to, you know, make sure that it's not in our way but while we're doing that we're taking our time and effort and putting it towards ensuring it's not in our way so we've also been kind of on a kick at least at that point in time last year of listening to the minimalist podcasts and other um similar type podcasts that they're more so why do you have these things? What is the purpose. M- purpose for these things? And making sure that everything that you do bring into your life has that meaning and purpose. And not everyone's meaning and purpose is going to be the same thing either. So something that we find meaningful, other people may not find meaningful. But I think it's important to ask yourself when you are going through a process like we did is, okay, what is meaningful? And if you can't find a meaning in it or it doesn't have a purpose for you just let it go yeah and that was yeah that's like the biggest one of the biggest lessons taken away from 2021 I think is just letting go of things that don't have a purpose and I mean yeah the whole whirlwind of everything it it was a lot of work getting the house ready I mean yeah April came along and all Andy was doing was making some house changes and doing van renovations while also taking care of Rory while I was working. I mean, we did all of this from February when we realized we should kind of do or when our options got laid out from February to May, I think like that chunk of time was all just the whirlwind. Yeah. And we kind of thought to ourselves after we decided we're going to sell the house, we had to now come up with, okay, what are we going to do? Where are we going to live? And so we had thrown around the idea of, you know, living out of a van. And then we were like, can we really do it with a baby and a dog and all of our stuff that we are going to keep? And so we ended up just kind of going and saying, okay, if we're not going to do it now, when are we going to do it? So we're like, all right, let's do it. And we spent, I don't know, maybe a month looking through various sites and four vans and found one um it ended up being like kind of like the perfect match and if you've followed any of our 
um, travels this summer, you've seen the van, and it was from somebody that was already converting it to be their kind of van life van, to be their home in a way, or at least for traveling purposes. So it was already half done, and I wanted to keep on doing the other half, so it was the exact, I guess, model, too, that we were looking for, so... It worked out perfect, and we decided, you know what, this summer we're going to live out of the van, and then we will find a place when we get back. Because Sarah was going to go back to teaching, so having the summers off was very convenient. But then, yeah, coming back and living in the Twin Cities here, and then Sarah ended up teaching again this year, so. Yeah, like, that's another interesting thing about the whole summer, is all summer long, we had it in our minds that we were going to find a place back in the cities. Like, we were going to get a townhome. We were going to buy a townhome when we got back because we wanted to, like, get a smaller place than our house. We realized our house was, like, too big. We wanted a smaller place. Yeah, and it wasn't <laughs> like it was ridiculously big or anything. It was only a four-bedroom place. Yeah. And it was fine for a growing family like ours, but I think the the big piece was that we wanted to at that point in time when we were decision making just saying okay we want something that's less upkeep for us um we want to put our time and energy elsewhere and not into maintaining a house so that's where we got the idea of purchasing a townhome and that way we don't necessarily have to take care of as much around the home, um, but we would still have a decent place to raise a family. Yeah, that's where we, in August, we came back. We, how many, we put offers on two homes, didn't we? Yeah, I we ended up coming we back did. and we were like really serious at first and really like about to, well, we wanted to purchase something before you went back to school. Oh yeah, we were ready. Year. We were looking at townhomes even when we were still in the van. Yeah, our realtor had set us up with um, just kind of like a, a search for those townhomes so we could see them all summer. We so. became like ready. We were getting so ready for the next step. Like while we were in the van life, I think we were spending so much time like thinking about the next step. It just gave us so much time to think and reflect. Yeah, that was the really good thing and the really like, I think, beneficial thing that we found out of living out of our van, even though it was sometimes difficult to live in such a small space or figure out where you're going to park it for the night or whatever. But I think the simplicity of it and we cleared out all the clutter when we sold our home, you know, like, so we cleared it out in a way of like the literal clutter and the mental clutter just yeah and the yeah just all the to-dos because when all those to-dos were like on our minds back in the house there wasn't necessarily time to really like sit and think like what do we want in life what do we want what are our goals what do we want to make this life be and as strange as it is like that's changed since we got back too so like you were saying when we got back, we were really gung-ho about finding a townhome in the cities and, you know, making a purchase. But for us, maybe, maybe fortunately, none of those offers that we put on the townhomes were accepted. So the housing market at that time was still pretty, like, um, 
pretty crazy. So offer, I mean, places were going for way over the asking price and such. So um, maybe it was good for us and maybe not. I don't know. But I think we've gone a different direction, which we'll get into like later. So I think it was good. Like looking back on all of that time, like it would have been a quick purchase to buy something. We would have spent so much more money. And so we're back settled in with Andy's mom in her house, in her basement. And it's really great actually like we've been able to spend time with her and we were able to kind of take care of her house while she wasn't in the house for so long while she was taking care of her sister there was just a lot of family stuff going on so we've been able to help out with family a little bit more so in that sense just like I don't know I think things happen for a reason and I think we didn't get those townhomes in August for for a reason because we're meant to do something else in life. Yeah, so we're still, I think, figuring out what that is, what we're meant to do, but I feel like we have a, at least a pull in the right direction. Um, and, you know, things still may change. We don't know, and I think that's one thing about life is you never know, but I think it's being able to free yourself up to take advantage of opportunities when they provide when they present themselves, as well as taking, you know, in some of the feedback and some of the various, like, callings, in a way, and making those decisions for yourself and not being burdened with other things that would prevent you from making a sound decision. Yeah, and, like, we realize how lucky we are to be able to be in this situation and not have to make, like, such a quick decision on things and be stressed out for all of that. So we are very fortunate to have a roof over our heads and be in a space right now. Yeah, and we realize, yeah, like you said, we're very fortunate and lucky, and not everyone can do it like we did it either. Like, we were fortunate to have my mom to fall back on to come back to her house and now live with her for a while until we figure out the next step. I mean, it could have been something where, yeah, when we did come back from the van, if we didn't have that situation, we would have had to buy something or rent something. Or rent something, yeah. So we are very fortunate in the sense that we were able to do that. But I think that there is a way for people to unburden themselves Maybe not the same way we did, but there's ways in which you can examine how it is you're living and if you're happy with it. And if you're not, what options do you have and how can you make those make those changes and make them benefit your family? And yeah, like speaking of family, you're going to have to make adjustments to like your plans and your future plans because of family, because... Another, like, unknown thing that came about towards the end of this year, in November, we found out I'm pregnant again. So that is a whole other, like, that threw in another, like, another twist to all the unknowns and, like, future plans that we were making. Yeah, one, like, one thing we were going to do is we were possibly going to go live out of the van again this summer after you got done teaching for the school year. But now you'll have another baby on the way and we'll have that second body in the van and we just I don't think there's enough room so 
I'm pretty sure that we're done as far as living out of the van. We could make it work, but it would be a little bit more uncomfortable, I think. And plus, we would have to find another seat for the van. We, a baby can't just like sit on your lap. I don't think that would pass <laughs> lawfully. I mean, we only have three seats in the van at this point, and then adding a fourth would just, yeah, there would be no space to move in the van. Yeah. Another thing that we had in mind was let's go start a hostel. Like, let's start a business and start a hostel somewhere. And so we were really, like, crazy about that idea, I'd say, like, through October. Like, we started writing a business plan and started getting really serious about it. And we're still, like, serious about it. But then when the baby, like, the pregnancy came into the picture, that kind of gave me some anxiety about like oh my gosh like we're going to do this with two babies like that's a little crazy yeah and we had some doubts about whether or not we could manage the two little ones plus run a hostel especially in the first couple years where we're kind of still scrambling to figure out the operations you know make adjustments to the building itself or even the operations themselves and then just financially too we didn't know can this work like are we going to be able to like raise and support a family and also you know we would probably have to both quit our jobs i mean i'm not working right now but (laughs) quit the job of daddy daycare (laughs) but we would both be basically unemployed and the hostel would be the only source of income um so i don't know i don't know if that would be possible and that's kind of the research we've been doing recently is, is that possible and can we make it work? And we don't know yet. So I think Andy's been a lot more positive about that and making it possible. Yeah. But that's just how my brain operates too. It's like, you tell me something can't be done and I search and search and figure out a solution for it. So that's just how I operate is, yeah, we can do it. Like we would maybe have to obviously make some adjustments here and there to figure out, you know, what we can do to make it more profitable. But anyways, yeah, we might be putting that on hold. We we haven't decided yet, but we are definitely looking forward to what the future holds for that and um, keeping that kind of our long-term goals. Yeah. It's It's definitely still like in our goals and in our minds. It just might be put on on hold for a while because of another baby coming in the picture now. And like, we were even listening to last year's 2020 reflection and like, we wanted to go on a road trip in 2020, but then COVID happened so that we didn't do a road trip in 2020. And it's just like another reminder that there's going to be these things that get in your mind that you want to do, but things are going to pop up. And in our case, a baby popped up and there there's just some changes that probably have to be had right now. Who knows? Who knows where we are going to end up come 2022? You can't predict the future. You can't control what the future is going to hold. But we can goal set. We can keep discussing what we want in life and keep going forward for that. Yeah, I think we glossed over a lot of the year, but a lot of the year can also be found on our website and our YouTube channel. Um, If you haven't followed any of our van adventures from this summer, we have some videos out there on our YouTube channel, Hiking Through Life, 
and we also have some some blogs, I believe, or at least we have some drafts. <laughs> no, there's some real published blogs out there. There's some. Yeah. Or you could go to our Instagram for sure. There's definitely pictures um, of what we've been doing over the summer. So our whole summer was consumed by traveling out west. So we ended up going from Minnesota all the way out to Utah and everywhere in between there, kind of. So we have plenty of adventures if you want to check that out. So yeah, we I think we timed it perfectly, though, with closing on our house at the end of the school year. And then we were able to travel right right after Sarah got done. Yeah, we literally closed on the house at the end of May. And then we were off. We didn't even hold yeah. back. We just, we went. We went. And we questioned what we were doing, like, the first few days in the van with a baby and a dog. I was questioning it. And that's where my, positive, my positivity <laughs> came back, though. It was, all right, well, we're here. This is our decision. How do we make it work? And... We did. We uh, we were up in northern Minnesota um, along the North Shore, and it was super hot um, this whole year, like whole summer oh, was so super hot. hot in Minnesota. Well, even around the country. So um, we ended up at the campsite. It was just way too hot and buggy to like even be comfortable. So we spent our days just backed up the van right on Lake Superior, had a perfect breeze coming off the lake. And just spent, like, the days for that week, I guess. We were up there for, like, a week. And just yeah. spent the days just kind of on the lakeshore. Um, we did some hiking, too, around some of the state parks up there. Then after that, we kind of came back and we went to the Boundary Waters. And yeah. that was nice. That was Rory's first time at the Boundary Waters. Yep. We and had a nice was... big group of people, which was great to help with Rory. Yeah, he was, like six months at the time or so he was around six months june july yes seven months seven seven months but yeah he was he wasn't walking yet he was kind of standing already but like he he needed help um (laughs) we needed help (laughs) we needed help it was it was a very easy trip which was exactly what we needed for bringing him for the first time yeah it was one portage yeah yeah, very short trip. And there was Two some nights. other people that we brought out for the first time. And it was it was just a really good beginner's trip for a lot of people. And a much different trip than what we were typically used to with our hardcore paddling for hours and days and switching sites every night. It was a different pace. But that's another thing. Like, we're realizing it's okay to go at a different pace. That's been a huge mindset change this year too like just going at a different pace of adventures in the outdoors yeah you're just forced to when you have a baby i mean our van summer was very slow paced we just kind of hung out a lot at camp and just kind of yeah relaxed and laid back and gave rory time to chill gave us time to chill yeah that was a nice thing about it is it was relaxing. We may not have, you know, gotten to or seen everything we wanted to, but I think we did plenty and it was a good pace. Yeah. Yeah. Very good pace. And that's going to be another like huge thing as our family grows this 2022. It's going to be another probably even slower pace 
So there's going to be more lessons learned in life, and that's what life is. Always adjusting, always changing, and as I said, we'll see where 2022 takes us. Right now, it's just, we're grateful to have a roof over our heads. And a family that is loving and healthy. Yeah, we're all very healthy, luckily. Apparently, I tested positive for COVID last week, but I it was a negative, positive, negative, false positive, <laughs> false positive. Well, you you tested negative a couple days later, and yeah. yeah, you've had no symptoms. So either you were asymptomatic, or the first test was bad, or I don't know. But either way, we're still healthy, and that's all that counts. Yeah. That's all that counts. So we hope everyone else can stay healthy with their families into 2022. And I don't know what your note is oh, over there. Oh, this but. note. Oh, this was a note you were saying in last year's podcast and 2020's reflection, talking about like items. Andy was quoting, we can live without things, we can adjust, and we can keep moving forward. And I think that's when you were just talking about like... Maybe backpacking, because that's even before we sold our house. But I just, I thought that was a good, a good quote as I was listening to 2020's reflection. We can live without certain things. You're, you can always adjust and you always got to keep moving forward. I think that's a good, good lesson to go into 2022 with. Yeah. And I think that's good lesson to take away from the whirlwind that the world has been in too. I mean, speaking of whirlwinds. It's been quite the chaotic uh, last two years, basically, with the pandemic and all of these regulations, the vaccines, everything that people have very polarizing viewpoints on. So I think, though, if we just take a step back and say, how can we adjust? How can we keep moving forward? And how can we do so in a very civil manner and a very uh, manner that we can all come together and may not, we may not all agree on the right course of action, but how can we keep that and us moving forward? Yeah, very civilly and moving forward towards your common goal together. Because, yeah, like, that's, like, what the world needs. That's what we need. Because even, like, yeah, Andy and I have been, like, oh, what do we want? And there's been, like, frustrations of, like, what what, what are we doing in the future? Like, it is so unknown. Like, Andy was frustrated that I thought the hostel maybe wasn't a good idea right now. And he spent so much time on it. But you got to adjust and reflect and keep a common goal in mind. Yeah. Yeah, I think if we all treat each other as we would like to be treated as well. Like I think the we would rule. definitely, we would definitely get to solutions better. Yeah. The world is very divided right now, unfortunately. So work on peace into the new year, work on common goals amongst others and know that there can always be some form of outcome with that. We wish you a happy new year. Rory wasn't here to make any noises for you guys, but if he was, he would be blah, 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 
He doesn't really yeah. say any words yet, but he makes quite a lot of noises. That's one of his big noises. So, with that, we hope that you all have a happy and healthy new year. Happy brew year. We're going to go brew beer, and I am brewing a baby. <laughs> so it's the brew year! <laughs> We're going to brew into 2021. 2022, I mean. All right. Cut. Happy New Year. Oh. Stop. 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 The stop button is a stop button. This episode is sponsored by the Massage Gun. If you are a through hiker, you might want to consider adding this weight to your hiking pack. It's worth it. It only weighs about five to seven pounds. (laughs) You definitely need it. Just sacrifice some of your your food for this massage gun and you'll have eased off comfortable legs every night. Feels so good though. Like I just worked out and I'm just rubbing it up and down my leg. And you can hear it again here. It's amazing. So if you do come and stay at our hostel, we'll have a massage gun for you. At no extra charge. Unless you decide to steal it, which then we would charge you for it. <laughs> if you put it in your pack and walk away. I'd be really amazed if someone actually sacrificed five pounds to carry a massage gun. You know what's more reasonable that people actually do take with them sometimes? Um, A medicine ball? Like a little... Not a medicine ball, but like either a tennis ball, a lacrosse ball, or some sort of a ball. Yeah. Yeah, a lot more reasonable. And actually there is... um. Somebody, I forget who they are, they actually make these balls, and they're like light, lighter weight for hikers. i blanking on the name of that. But they should sponsor us, because we don't even remember them. <laughs> We're definitely fans of you. Yes. <laughs> Number one fan. Yes. Take that hiking, and we definitely promote it, because um, I think the reason that she made them, and I... Now I'm blanking on if it's a he or a she, but sorry. Um, Maybe it's a he, she. (laughs) They were through hiking and um, just needed to roll their feet out all the time. So they had a ball that they rolled their feet on, but they wanted to make a lighter weight one. Was she on our podcast? Was this talked about on our podcast? uh, Maybe. I don't know. I feel like Aaron Egan might have mentioned her or something. Or, no, I think I heard about her on... Aaron's podcast. So go listen to the Hiking Hiking Through Through podcast. podcast. And, oh shoot, I don't remember the name, but I believe it was a woman. With that, we're waiting for all the sponsors to send emails to us because we know we're really good sponsors because we can name everyone. So yeah, if you want to sponsor us, (laughs) we'll forget your name. (laughs) But we'll give you credit in the form of this person that we can't remember or company. (laughs) We'll just keep promoting Ella's wool. Link in the description. Peace, love, and hike through life. You've been listening to the Hiking Through Life podcast. Peace, love, and hike through life. <laughs>